0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. What's going
1: on? feel <laughs> like a million dollars. <laughs> want to check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's
0: up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock, my guy as always. Mojo Mutati. Mojo, I, I got to tell you, I am shocked to sit up here and to actually utter the words that the PGA Tour and Live Golf are merging. Bitter enemies, the the two organizations who have for over a year now, been fighting at every single turn are actually We learned Tuesday morning to make the biggest golf organization in the world. I mean, look, Mojo, this is absolutely incredible. Uh, Live Golf in 2022, they launched. They are funded by the uh, Saudi Arabian government, who has near endless amounts of money. They wrote big checks, Mojo, to a bunch of big stars. We're talking guys like Phil Mickelson, Bryson DeChambeau, Justin Thomas, just to name a few. uh, Dustin Johnson, another one of the massive stars who took took a whole bunch of money to leave the PGA Tour to go golf with Liv. And today, again, to learn, Mojo, that they are actually merging into one massive company. We don't know what the name of it yet is. We don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but the bottom line is that this fight that had gotten so ugly that there were actually lawsuits filed. They were fighting in court. Mind you, also fighting in the court of public opinion, Now, Live Golf, PGA are now one, and I I still can't believe it. It is the last headline that I would ever have imagined seeing today when it came to the sport of golf, and I'm just shocked.
1: Yeah, I mean, Babcock, I got to think personally that this is absolutely the biggest headline in the history of the sport. I mean, putting PGA and, and Live Golf together I can't think of anything that's been a bigger headline than this. I mean, this is nuts to your point. Yeah, it's, it's divided the sport for a year and a lot of top players have obviously gone over to live golf and the splash that they've made in just a year has been nuts. When you think about the longevity of of this decision, how much it could continue to split the sport in years to come. If they did this much in just a year, Who knows where golf was headed? So this is just insane to see this. Obviously, we're seeing a lot of mixed opinions here. I think the people that are most entitled to be upset have to be the Tiger Woodses of the world that turned down astronomical contracts.
0: You're so right. You just brought up Tiger. That number was reported to have been $800 million that Tiger was offered to join Live. By the way, Tiger, not the only superstar to be offered in, in an, an ungodly amount of money. Rory McIlroy, also, of course, a star, offered reportedly $500 million. So how do those players who didn't take the money, how do they now coexist with the guys who did get the money? How does that work?
1: Honestly, man, I think you're almost more upset if you're those guys at the PGA Tour, the, the organization yeah. I was talking to you out of going to live and costing you tiger, almost a billionaire off of this deal alone, just to put that into words. But yeah, you got to be upset at the PGA tour. If they're the ones that talked you out of it and they cited a million different reasons for why you should stay. And then they go and partner with them in the end, that would have me absolutely Um, livid. If I was a talent for them, I would be losing my mind with rage right now. And that has, again, nothing to do with the nature of this business going forward, because that's a good point, Babcock. I I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know how these two organizations are going to assimilate. All we really know is that there's going to be a new name, which already will be challenging enough to get used to. But we really have kind of no direction as to where this thing is headed. So not a lot we can say just yet. But all I can say is I got to think these mega lawsuits looming were probably 90% of why this this decision was made.
0: Yeah, there is a thought that the lawsuit was not going to turn out uh, well for the PGA Tour. Add to it that you had a bunch of these stars who were no longer playing in these tournaments week in, week out, and that was a big hit. I love golf. I found myself watching less uh, PGA Tour golf. I really didn't watch any live golf, despite the fact that they did have these big name stars. So I think from that standpoint, golf had really taken a big hit. Now, I'll say this, too. With the move, and you alluded to this, Mojo, there are a lot of people, particularly people here in America, who are very upset with the PGA Tour for getting into business with the country of Saudi Arabia. I don't want to get too much into the politics because we're a sports show here, and uh, you know we're, we're generally not talking about politics. So, That said, there is certainly a backlash. The PGA Tour president previously made comments on television about uh, never having to be uh, embarrassed or ashamed uh, of working with the PGA Tour. And he said, look, you you can't say that about the folks over at Live. Well, now they're all part of the same company. I don't know how they're in the end going to reconcile that part of it, Mojo. But I I suppose if at the end of the day, if the golf is better and you have all the stars back, that the fans will likely turn on the TV, and they'll watch. Well, um, a guy who may have a bit more insight uh, into sort of how this is ultimately going to uh, unfold is uh, Gary McCord. Gary McCord, of course, was uh, a longtime golfer and uh, was one of the top uh, analysts, was an analyst for CBS Sports. Had a chance to talk to him earlier, and I said, hey, look, I understand, Gary, this is a complicated topic. At the end of the day, if you could boil it down to is this good, or is this bad for golf? What's the answer? What is it? Here's what Gary said.
2: I do. You know, as, as we take... There are so many golfers in this world that are really good and have nowhere to go, nowhere to play, and they're playing for little, okay? So if you take the pyramid, the pyramid was, was this. We have now whitened that base of that pyramid right. beyond belief. Okay? You can still get to the top, but the base now, hopefully with, with Asia, uh, with Mexico, South America... Um, with the DP tour, all these different tours together, throw all this money in under this one umbrella, and you develop this world tour that Greg Norman has wanted for, you know, I know at least 30 years. So for my case, once we get around all the rhetoric and all the squabbling and the yelling and screaming back and forth, it's going to end up with a little light, a little sunshine at the end. Hopefully.
0: So Mojo, there was Gary McCord says at the end of the day, this is a positive for the sport. I think uh, Gary's weighed in. We've weighed in. Now you all at home have a chance to weigh in. The question is, was it a mistake for the PGA tour to merge with, Live golf? Yes or no? Go to TMZ.com/slash-versus or scan that QR code right there to answer the question, and you could win prizes. Most votes win. Mojo, what's the point of having a sibling if you don't troll them? That's the case, even if you're the Kardashians. Uh, Kim Kardashian was. Making a TikTok video mojo with her adorable little daughter, North. Not so much what they said on the TikTok, though. It's the shirt that Kim was wearing, taking a little bit of a jab at her supermodel sister, Kendall. Let's take a look at the TikTok. Pay close attention to the shirt. Stop looting, stop shooting. TikTok in all the corner. The other So, Mojo, might have been a little hard to see. The shirt that Kim was wearing said (laughs) Kendall starting five and surrounded by some pretty darn good NBA players, all whom Kendall has reportedly dated in the past. Of course, you've got Blake Griffin, Devin Booker, the legend himself, Ben Simmons, Kyle Kuzma, and Jordan Clarkson. (laughs) I love the shirt. I love the shirt.
1: Okay, I'm going to start this out by reminding everyone that I definitely know who the Kardashians are, of course. But I've never watched their show. I don't know much about their family dynamic. But I can say that this might be the most savage shirt I've ever seen in my entire life. Why did she go at her sister like this? Was this unprompted? Did they have some sort of running joke going on on the show? I don't know what it was, but my goodness, she came in with multiple shovels, just buried her sister, and it is hysterical. Positioned in the center of the group like she's the coach or something leading the charge here This is the best to me. This is the, this is the best shirt I've seen in a while my, my, my question for Kendall is, you know, hey, maybe it's time to look at some other sports You know, there's a lot of very <laughs> eligible bachelors in the NFL, the MLB We just talked about golf, maybe yeah. someone over there I mean, mix it up here a little bit, right? I, it, yeah,
0: it's a pretty darn good starting five. <laughs> so, who's who? All right, Mojo, moving on to some really great news. DeMar Hamlin, only 155 days after he literally went into cardiac arrest on the football field. Actually, return to practice, Mojo. I'm not talking about practice wearing shorts and a T-shirt. No, although he was wearing shorts. Uh, DeMar Hamlin was a full participant uh, at Bill's OTAs. It's just another fancy word for practice in Orchard Park, New York. And, I mean, what can you say, Mojo, for a guy who literally was gone, was dead on the football field before uh, his life was saved, to see him back on the field with his teammates, actually doing stuff just like every other single player on the team was really amazing and whether or not you like the bills or not i think it's just a, a really inspiring and, and just a heartwarming moment to see him back out there on that field
1: oh absolutely this is 100 percent pure good news regardless yeah. of who your team is to see a guy that was dead on the field come back and he's back out there with with no limitations No restrictions. This is awesome. And I also say it's good news, too, purely good news, too, because a lot of times when you come back from injury, your teammates, the fans are worried that you potentially might re-injure. You always have that possibility of blowing out your ACL again or maybe coming back from that shoulder that wasn't quite ready. We don't really have to worry about this here because doctors have said that this was such a freak accident and it's so unlikely that this would ever happen again. It's not really a concern. Of course, the bills will closely monitor this situation and they'll have their doctors and medical experts all over this. Definitely, could never right. put yourself in a position where you could let this happen again. But it really isn't a concern for everybody. So now we can just enjoy DeMar back on the field doing what he loves, and you know, all being motivated and inspired by what we all saw transpire less than a year ago.
0: Yeah, you know, and I think you're absolutely right, Mojo, Obviously, they have now said that it was uh, commotio cordis, which is when. Just, it's a freak accident. It happens when your heart is hit in a very specific point uh, as it is uh, sort of going through its beating rhythm. And uh, it was just a freak accident. I will say this. I think everyone's going to hold their breath a little bit as DeMar practices. There was a point during practice where he got banged up just a little bit. And he, he laid on the field for a second. And I think there was a, a collective holding of the breath just to make sure that he was okay. What do you know, though? Pops right up. Back out on the field, completely fine, not injured. DeMar Hamlin, I think now you can fully say the man is back, and uh, I'm really looking forward to watching him and, and seeing what, uh, what they can do this year. Obviously, the Buffalo Bills hoping uh, to not just make the playoffs, looking to win a Super Bowl this season, and they're hoping that, uh, that DeMar Hamlin's right there to help them accomplish their goals. So stay tuned. Coming up next on TMZ Sports, Amanda Nunez going to tell us who the greatest MMA fighter of all time is. And here's a hint. She says it is not John Jones. Not John Jones. It's somebody else. Maybe I will take a guess. We're gonna hear from Amanda Nunez next on TMZ Sports.
2: What's up everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless from researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience. Angie's user friendly platform puts you in control.
0: <laughs> well, welcome back to DMZ Sports. You know what time it is, Monjo. When you hear that bat, it's time for Goat Talk. Uh, this time starring the one and only Amanda Nunes, who conveniently enough, Monjo, we actually have standing with goats. I mean, let's be honest. Amanda Nunes is without a doubt the greatest female mixed martial arts fighter of all time. But is she the greatest, period? Man, woman, doesn't matter. That's how good Amanda Nunes is. Well, that's the question that we actually to the UFC champion herself. Amanda has a big time fight coming up at UFC 289 against Arena Aldana, uh, who is a a very talented challenger, but Amanda is Amanda Nunes. Uh, She's beaten the likes of Ronda Rousey, Chris Cyborg. She beat Valentina Shevchenko twice. We asked Amanda Mojo, you know, we know you're the greatest female ever, but do you think you are the greatest ever Period. Here's what she said.
2: In your mind as a as a fan, as a student of the game, when you look around men, women, who 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 is the greatest in your mind? Who is the greatest mixed martial artist that you've ever seen fight? Me?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so you... obviously we
1: obviously have John Jones that's a great fighter as well. But like I'm I'm right there. He's like. It's not different. It's the only thing that I that I really take it is how I feel, you know. And I did it. I made it, you know. I'm I'm happy, and and I got everything that I, I want was the belt, and it was better because I I I got two. So, and I'm just happy with the, all the accomplishment.
0: I love this mojo, I hate the fake modesty that athletes sometimes show. I love that Amanda, she thought she was the best, she thinks she's the best, and she said it. You know what,
1: Babcock, I agree with you. I love that she's saying this especially while she's still actively a fighter, she has to say this. She has to believe that she is the best out there because the second she starts admitting to herself that she's not, that is going to affect how she performs Mm. out there in the roughest sport on the planet. Aside from maybe slap fighting, maybe that's worse. (laughs) (laughs) But in all seriousness, yeah, I I love that she says this people can have their favorites people can have their goats in certain weight classes and certain divisions but believing in yourself I, i'm all for it i mean look is this a sentiment that the entire mma community is going to echo does everyone think that nunez is the greatest fighter of all time some will i i doubt the majority would say that i don't know if i would say that personally but she is absolutely in the discussion. She's up there. And again, i I, I praise her for having the confidence to say so let's not beat around the bush here and yeah the fake humble pie we're not we're not we're not nothing with that
0: <laughs> no nah, i agree and look at the end of the day it's a question that has no right answer it's it's not something that we can ever figure out there there is no big tournament that that, that pits <laughs> everybody against each other it's uh it's subjective and uh, you look at Amanda's resume I, I don't think you could say anyone including amanda herself was wrong saying that nunez is the greatest ever that is how Dominant she has been. Mojo, Stanley Cup playoffs finals going down. Uh, The Florida Panthers absolutely blown out in game two in Las Vegas. The Golden Knights just uh, handedly beat them. Well, after the game, there was a, a local CBS Miami reporter, Mojo, who was trying, and I stress trying to do her job. Uh, She was on the air when a Golden Knights fan who possibly had uh, a few too many drinks tried his best to interrupt her shot, Mojo, but Samantha was not having it. She hits this dude with an absolutely brutal stiff arm. Watch this. Live in Las Vegas with Samantha Rivera for more on tonight's game. Samantha?
1: fan babcock because in florida we would never act this way you would never see florida men doing something like this <laughs> florida men would never
0: ladder. no florida florida men would never
1: would would never yeah. i'm a florida man i would never do never this. never Outstanding but we can tell that, that that she is a florida woman <laughs> batting this guy off she was prepared <laughs> for this kind of behavior. It actually upped her game. She escalated herself. She was very mild mannered and and, and mild toned actually before that moment. We right. got a lot of fire and personality there. I think in
0: the end we came away <laughs> with this as a plot. <laughs> That's Florida man on not Florida man. Vegas said. Yeah. Sense. yeah. <laughs> right, Mojo, we are just about out of time. We've got a good one tomorrow. Manti Teo, the former Notre Dame star linebacker. Boy, this guy has been through it. Only 32 years old, Mojo. Last played in the NFL for the Bears in 2020. Again, a relatively young guy. Tomorrow, we are talking to Manti Teo. We're going to ask him, uh, I think the question that's on the, the minds of a lot of football fans, a lot of Manti Teo fans. Are you done playing or could we see you back in the league? We're going to ask uh, the man tomorrow himself. Uh, Mojo should be pretty great.
1: Yeah, getting answers from Manti Teo should definitely make it. The best show since Dallas.